Hello, hello. My name is Jacqueline Twilley. I'm your host of Power Banking, the podcast for women who work in male-dominated industries. Hello, hello, Power Banking fam. Happy to come back with you for the second part of our series in executive presence. So we started off talking about how critical it is to have a deep level of self-awareness if you're going to have the quote-unquote it factor, which a lot of people refer to as executive presence. So with this series, my goal is just to break down what executive presence really is and the different elements that you need to have executive presence. It's not just what people see on the outside. It's also how you show up mentally, your confidence and your competence in the room. A lot of women struggle with this thing called imposter syndrome, to be honest, I've struggled with it at very different points in my career. When I wrote my first book, I wrote the book in six months, had no problem, breezed right through it. Well, let me take that back. I did have a problem because when I was writing my first book, my computer crashed and I didn't have it backed up anywhere. So I shed a a lot of tears and luckily it was able to be recovered. However, writing the book wasn't the challenge mentally of like getting the stuff out. When I sent the book to the editor and then to the publisher is when I had the biggest moment with imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to write this book? I'm so young. I'm still in my 20s. What will people say? What if something some concepts someone doesn't agree with. And ultimately, I had surrounded myself with people who always pushed me out of my comfort zone to do greater things. Those people stepped in and they spoke to me in that moment. And they're like, no, the, the book's done. Put it out. You've done the hard part. Putting it out is the easy part. So that underscores the importance of surrounding yourself with people that will push you to be the higher and grander version of yourself. And I'm paraphrasing Oprah's quote there. But back to executive presence and imposter syndrome. They are related. I call them cousins because in order for you to have executive presence, you have to walk in a room and you have to be confident, not just in what you say and how you say it, and your body language has to exude it also. So when you go into a room and you're second guessing yourself as a leader, other people might not be able to pick up on the subtle clues, but the telltale signs will show if your body language doesn't reflect and your tone of voice and the way you deliver your message doesn't reflect confidence. So how do you get over imposter syndrome to boost your executive presence? Well, there's this thing called self-efficacy and I pull this definition, it says self-efficacy refers to an individual's belief in his or her capacity to ex- to execute behaviors necessary to produce performance attainments. I'm going to repeat that because it's a mouthful and I really want to break it down for y'all. I also have this posted on my LinkedIn profile, Jacqueline Twilly, so you can go check it out there. But I'm going to read that definition of self-efficacy again. Self-efficacy refers to an individual's belief in his or her capacity to execute behaviors 
necessary to produce specific performance attainments. It's your belief and your capacity to execute, keyword, execute, behaviors, the necessary behaviors to produce specific performance attainments. Y'all, so when you're looking at imposter syndrome and it's like, can I do this? Am I qualified? Am I good enough? Am I a fraud? You have to go back to action. Go back to previous times where you've taken action on something and you've gone deep on it and you either failed or you succeeded. Even if you fail, you learn something. So it doesn't always have to be a success, but the key is you have to do something to move forward. So if you're never taking action, if you're a master procrastinator, then you have a problem overcoming uh, imposter syndrome to boost your executive presence because you cannot have executive presence if you are a procrastinator because you have to be able to take action as a leader. The definition goes on to say self-efficacy reflects confidence in the ability to exert control over one's own motivation, behavior, and social environment. So the confidence in the ability to exert control over your own motivation, behavior, and social environment. Going back to overcoming procrastination, you have to get in the mode of taking action every single day. Now, there's a book by James Clear. He talks about habits, and in his book, he talks breaks down the importance of building new habits by doing things that take two minutes or less a day. So doing those things, you see it, you can do it really quickly, you can move on instead of saying, oh, I can do that later, it's not gonna take long, Go ahead and do it in the moment. When it comes time to translate this to leadership, it's responding to that email, putting that proposal together, having that difficult conversation in the moment with a team member or a peer so that you can move forward. That's taking action. Brene Brown, who is a researcher, she's a professor, she's a best-selling author and a businesswoman, she says, and I'm paraphrasing here, choose discomfort over resentment. And when it comes to boosting your executive presence, overcoming imposter syndrome, moving past procrastination, ultimately it comes down to this. You have to get comfortable doing things that you don't know how to do 100% well and being confident that your action is the only thing that really matters because in your action, you are able to learn, you're able to grow and you demonstrate as a leader to the people around you that they can do the same thing. And that's how companies survive. We know of a Blockbuster and Kodak, these mega brand companies, even Sears and JCPenney's, they were once leaders in their industry. And now look at these organizations. They're a business case study, a lesson of how did things go wrong? And it's because they slowed down in their action. When we see tech startups doing amazing things, they're inventing new things, they're buying other companies who are inventing things, they're doing something new, but they are taking action. So my main point for you all today is to use self-efficacy to overcome the imposter syndrome. And the underlying key in all of that is to take action. All right, y'all. Until next time, continue to emulate excellence and 